What is up, guys? This is episode two of I'm Not Jesus. I'm sitting here with Charles. Hey, I'm here again. Come <laughs> okay. <on>. We're about <laughs> to talk about Romans 2. If you don't know, my name is Bosa. Um, and we're excited. I think um, we just had a really good conversation off camera. And so real quick, I want to read you 2 Timothy 3.16 uh, because it says, all scripture, y'all, I do have my Bible, but you know, I'm, we loaded with the word out here. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And that is from the King James Version. I had to do that for all the people that is like blasphemy that we not reading from King James and everything else. Um, sorry, but not. Um, so this basically is saying what we're about to read right now, even though it's written to the Jews, uh, and we'll explain why Paul wrote to the Jews while writing a letter to Rome. Um, but even though it's written for the, to the Jews, there's still something that we can take out of Romans 2. So just to say it is in scripture that everything in the Bible is God inspired. And so we can learn from it. Yeah, we can. And that's what we start to do right now. Yeah. So let's do this. Do this so guys real quick before we start anything we're gonna take it back to prayer i know that we're filming this within the same day but hello um i love prayer we love prayer prayer major uh i really don't know where to go from here so we're just gonna go into prayer that's why we need to pray because god be giving us new insight on what to say charles can you pray for us let's do this let's do this um father lord um Thank you, God, for this moment, Lord Jesus, just to just dive into your word, your living word, Lord Jesus, um, just to benefit us, Lord. Um, we just pray that this um, um, convict uh, convicts us, Lord Jesus, and um, I just pray that your truth is revealed unto us, Lord Jesus. Um, um, I just pray that we are just um, seeking um, desperately for your word and uh, for a revelation of the truth that is Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus, and all that you have for us, Lord Jesus. So we just come together right now, Lord, um, with no other agenda, only then to just seek you. And um, we pray that this um, only edifies um, believers and non-believers, Lord Jesus. And, um, do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, thank you, God. Amen. 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 Thank you for praying, sir. All right, so we're doing Romans 2. And so real quick, guys, uh, what happened in Rome is there was a church and then it got divided uh, because the Jews were made to leave. And then we find them coming back and the church is now a divided church. And so Paul is having to write to the Gentiles, then to the Jews and then to both saying, hey, hey, this is your unrighteousness, Gentiles. Jews, this is your unrighteousness. Hey, guys, look at what we all look like. And now points back to Jesus and or to God and talks about, hey, this is the righteousness of a father. This is why we need God. This is why we need Jesus. Uh, and once again, I, I believe in Holy Spirit. I believe in tr in the Trinity. Um, so does Charles. And yes. so there, I know there's some believers who don't believe in the Trinity. We are not those. And so if you're not, feel free to DM us. Let's talk about it. Not in the comments, though. We don't really do that argumentative stuff, uh, but we do believe power of Holy Spirit. We do believe in Jesus. We do believe in God. And we believe it's they're three in one. So when I say God, I'm, I will be referring to Jesus at times, uh, unless I really want to make it clear that it's Jesus who came to earth. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, same. And we, uh, we're completely open um, 
to dialogue and conversation. Um, as I said before, um, we are on a, um, we're, we're seeking the truth. Um, and, um, you know, we, with us seeking truth, uh, we believe in Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. Jesus is God. Jesus came down, was God in the flesh. Um, so, um, yeah, if, if anything, you know, people want to talk about, let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion, you know. Let's discuss. Okay, so Romans 2, divided church. Paul's writing to both, and that's where we are now. The Jew part of Romans 2, his, his pointing to them saying, this is your unrighteousness. And so in case you're wondering, why is he writing about Jews to the church in Rome? That's why. There were actually Jews in the church in Rome. It's just very divided. Um, so yeah, let's read Romans 2. It's either going to be on the screen or you're going to hear us read it. One of the two, but either way, it's going to be fabulous. Let's go. You want to start? Yeah. Romans 2, verse 1. Therefore, you have no excuse, every one of you who passes judgment. For in that which you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. And we know that the judgment of God rightly falls upon those who practice such things. But do you suppose this? O oh man, when you pass judgment on those who practice such things and do the same yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God. Or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? But because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Who will render to each person according to his deeds? To those who, by perseverance in doing good, seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. Verse 8. But to those who are selfishly ambitious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, wrath, and indignation. There will be tribulation and distress for every soul of man who does evil. Of the Jew first, and also of the Greek. But glory and honor and peace to everyone who does good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. Verse 12. For all have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are just before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively the things of the law, these not having the law are a law to themselves. Verse 15. In that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their consciousness, bearing witness and their thoughts, alternatively accusing or else defending them. On the day when, according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus. Verse 17. But if you bear the name Jew and rely upon the law and boast in God and know his will and approve the things that are, are essential, being instructed out of the law and are confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, a corrector of the foolish, a teacher of the immature, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and of the truth, you therefore who teach another, do you not teach yourself? You who preach that one shall not steal, 
do you steal? You who say that one should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? Verse 23, you who boast in the law through your breaking the law, do you dishonor God? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you, just as it is written. Verse 25, for indeed circumcision is of value if you practice the law. But if you are a transgressor of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if the uncircumcised man keeps the requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Verse 27, and he who is physically physically uncircumcised, if he keeps the law, he will not judge you who, though having the letter of the law and circumcision, are a transgression of the law. For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that which is of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter. And his praise is not for men, but for God. Romans 2. Woo. Not to unpack. That's a lot. I, I want to start real quick because I really get excited. Okay, so I love this, what he's saying here, because I think, basically, if you really think about it, uh, if we want to change the terms a little bit, so this is to different groups of people, to the Jews and the Gentiles, but we could almost just change that completely and say to the believer right. and the now in our time period. And so the first part you kind of see, this is what you would label a non-believer, how they act, right? And then this part is almost like those who believe they are righteous already. Uh, so many believers who may think this way. And so he's saying here, I love verse 20 where it says, or let's go 19. It says, let's go 17. <laughs> but it says, but if you hear the name Jew and rely upon the law and boast in God and know his will and approve the things that are essential, being instructed out of the law and are confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, a corrector of the foolish, a teacher of the immature, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and of the truth, you therefore who teach another, do you not teach yourself? You who preach that one shall not steal, do you steal? And I, and I think it's such a beautiful way that Paul puts this because he's like, are you saying that you're a light in the darkness? Or are you saying that you're a teacher to the, the unwise? Are you saying, so he's saying, why don't you teach yourself then? Why don't you get it from here to here where you're living that? And that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Charles is not perfect. But in... You know, perfect. Not, okay, I just, I, I, okay. They, they, I, I didn't know. I was, trying to, I was trying, to. trying to make sure. <laughs> I was like, hold up, bro. Uh, <laughs> I'm not perfect. Charles is not perfect. Uh, but we know that. And so in, in, in this, we want to journey together toward Christ. He is our mark. He is the, the finish line, the end goal. And so when we say that we're going toward perfection, we're not in this trying to strive. We know that we, man, does not make perfection. We're saying that we are committed to relationship with Jesus. And through relationship with Jesus, 
we will see change. Yeah. And so that's what Paul's saying here is you don't really have, you don't see change. So you can teach these things. You may know it here. The Pharisees, the new Bible, like mm-hmm. when, in, when Jesus was walking, they knew what they were talking about. But these are the people that were so blind that when Jesus committed uh, miracles on Sunday, they tried to arrest them because it was the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. They were so caught up in rules. They were so caught up and locked up in their mind. And so for us as believers, it's good for us to question, do we just know scripture here or do we know it here? Because when we actually know it in our hearts, it changes the way we do life. Yeah. Like when we just say love, it's different than expressing and actually <laughs> living life with love. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just hammering on that part, um, especially with the Pharisees. Um, Matthew chapter seven, verse 21 um, was a scripture that when I first read it, I mean, uh, it, it hit me really hard because um, I think it shows that some people are deceived. You know, some people that have the knowledge of the word in their head, but not in their heart are, are, are really deceived. And uh, as you go on to read it, it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, mm-hmm. will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the only one who does the will of my father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we drive out demons in your name, do miracles in your name? And then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. I mean, that's, that's, that scripture can be really scary um, because um, I think easy, easy for us. Sometimes we can be blinded and I, and I have the true um, God's character and um, and uh, God's will even in our heart, but you know we're so quick to quote scripture from the head. And um, I think Paul is just trying to just end all of that and make us aware of like, hey man, like make sure that you teach yourself and that you truly believe this while you're just preaching it. I, I hear the one of the number one complaints I've hear I've heard from unbelievers when trying to talk to me is you know Christians are hypocrites. And I think I think Paul notices this and is trying to correct this in this passage um, right now, because I know plenty of people that know scripture up here, but they don't have they don't have Jesus in here. You know, so while you're yeah. talking, I just highlighted Philippians 2, 12 for me. So I pulled it up real quick. It says, and this is New Living Translation. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I am away from you, it is even more important work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is really important. And even here, uh, Paul kind of teaches on works. And I think it's verse five. Did you see? Is it five or six? We're going to teach losing perseverance. It's in here. <laughs> I didn't highlight the verse. Um and I think as we talk, I'll probably go back and look. Um, but somewhere in here, Paul talks about works as well. And, and so many times, sometimes we get caught up in that and, and we say, hey, faith without works is dead, right? That's right. true. And then we talk about, oh, but you cannot work out your own salvation. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's as a believer, if you're actually, if you know Christ, you will show the fruit of knowing him. Yeah. And so Paul kind of here touches on works in a way of saying your fruit should show yeah. Christ, mm-hmm. right? Like your life should show him. Yeah, and another person that really hammered in on that same point was James. Mm-hmm. James, uh, man, go and read James. James laid it out really clearly. Um, I might not know the scripture from the head, but it says for a believer that I'm paraphrasing, for a believer that 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 worships God and that knows Jesus Christ, 
and does no acts is like a man that looks into a mirror and walks away forgetting who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not saved from works. Works is not making God proud. It's not, it's not turning him away. Like works do not benefit God, but mm-hmm. it helps ourselves and reach and it helps us to reach the unbelievers and the, and the other people in the world. Um, as opposed to say, shine a light. We are called to be a light in this world. And um, you can't do that with, without not showing acts. So um, I think uh, grace is what saved us, but now is our obligation to, to, to make Christ known in the world. And I think it's a different version because I'm not finding it. But in verse, uh, well, I mean, it says it, but I'm not just finding the exact phrasing I'm looking for. But verse 13 says, for it is not the hearers of the law who are just before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. And so I think that shows it. And, and like you said, it, it it's not showing that your works will justify your salvation. That's not what they're saying. What you're saved. Well, not once saved, always saved. I don't, I don't believe in that either. Let me pause right there. Uh, but once you're saved and you're actually in relationship with the Father, you are saved. And yeah. you're not going to have to show people that. Um, but your fruit does have to show as a believer. And so he's just saying here, hey, Jews, your fruit not really showing, bro. So you, you want to talk a big talk, but you're not showing. And how does our fruit show? Like, yeah. The fruits of the Spirit, right? Right. You got it. Yeah. I think... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think once you accepted accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, um, you will start to look different. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I mean, you are a new creation. Like God is going to use you in so many ways, but people will see the light in you. You know, light, light, light triumphs darkness in all areas every single time. And um, so, um, you you will start to look different. Um, to other people around you. And that might draw a persecution. You know, G- Jesus says very clearly that if they persecuted me, they would persecute you. So um, be prepared for that because you will look different. And there's a lot of darkness out in this world, but um, we're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from victory. And um, yeah. yeah. That's good. And uh, real quick, just Galatians 5.16. So we all know the fruits of spirit, but I'm going to read it real quick. But I want to read it a little bit before that. Um <laughs> just to touch on it and then we'll end this has been quick uh so galatians uh 5 verse 16 says but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh for these are in opposition to one another so that you may know not do the things that you please but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, um, (laughs) jealousy. Yeah, I'm I'm not Jesus. I'm losing my place. Uh, Idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, caressing, and things like these of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There's no law. That's a massive thing. So he's saying like the more that you conform to Christ, the more that you have relationship with Jesus, you will begin to look like these things. And when when your goal is to look like these things and just to be in relationship with Jesus, there's no law against that. 
But if you're not trying to be in a relationship with Jesus, then there's a law, there's a standard that you're going to be held against. And I think it's major to point that out. And like we said, we cannot even dive into all that Romans 2 talked about. We briefly talked about Romans 1 real quick. And now we're doing a brief like drive-by of Romans 2. Uh, But this is to encourage you uh, to read uh, Romans 2. Like to dive in it with somebody. Because there's so much discussion that could go on here. Right. Right. And uh I believe that Romans 2, if you really read it, like, and myself reading this, I have been, like, convicted of some of these things. And some of these questions you can ask yourself in, in, in your walk, you know, um, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, you uh, you who teach another, don't you teach yourself? You who preach, you must not steal, do you steal? You know, things of that sort. It's just a, it's just a, it's just you self-reflecting, you know, um, on, like, man, like, am I, Am I am I being a Pharisee? Am I am I, am I being a Pharisee? Yeah, to to be yeah yeah to be transparent, you know, like and um again, like man, I can't thank Paul enough for being transparent and for for him sharing the truth um of what Jesus is and what it what it looks like to to like I mean, but Romans two has so much um so much to just dive into. Yeah. And guys, once again, we're not doing this to say, hey, look at us. Look at us read Romans. We're so great. We're so awesome. No, this is how believers sharpen each other. Iron sharpens iron. We sit down, we read together. And like Charles said, this convicted me while reading. Uh, and if I got up here and just said, I already knew it all, it would be really hard to say. Like, I, my, my brother hooked me up with a, a jailbroken uh, Amazon Fire Stick, you know, but I, I wouldn't have called it stealing. But you know, uh, <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> maybe uh, so. You know, it, it just makes you reflect on even the little parts of your heart, um, and, and to process. Like this is not to say, "Hey, guys, look, you're sinners." No, we took the time to say, "Hey, we're sinners, but we're saved by grace." So I'm not a sinner anymore because I'm saved by grace, and so now I'm a child of God. I don't think you could be the same. Anyway, I believe a lot of things. Uh, and one that's one of the things I believe that once you're a sinner saved by grace, you're a child of God and his grace covers a magnet multitude. I almost said magnitude. Multitude. That too. It covers everything. It covers everything. It covers a multitude of sins. And therefore, if his grace covers a multitude of sins, I can no longer be labeled sinner. Um, so thank God for his mercy and his grace. I am a child of God. Charles is a child of God. We're not Jesus, but we're on our way to him, well, with him. It's funny, it's like, I'm on my way to Jesus, but I'm also doing it with, with Jesus, him. with the Holy Spirit, like with, like, God is crazy, it's, yeah. it's nuts, y'all. It yeah. blows your mind when you actually sit to think about it. Jesus is the standard, that's where we're aiming to be, and Holy Spirit is helping us in this journey. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Peace and love. We out. Appreciate you, sir. Hey, hey. What's up, guys? It's Future Bosa, the editor here. I just wanted to say a big shout out once again to Bold Love Apparel, to Faceless Creative Co., and to Charles, today's guest. And a big thank you to you for listening or watching this far. You are super dope. Thank you. And also, if you haven't yet, take the time to subscribe because this whole season we're going through Romans, but in the future, we're going to be doing some other things that I really think you're going to want to be a part of. So, 
hit that subscribe button on whatever platform this is. Peace and love. Bye.